clap your hands and celebrate Jesus. Yes, he's worthy of praise. He's worthy of thanksgiving. He's worthy of adoration. There is no God like our God. Somebody clap your hands. Celebrate him. And let me hear somebody shout hallelujah. Oh, let me hear your voice shout hallelujah. Lift up your hands, everybody, for the next few minutes. And say with me, say, this morning, I pray and declare into my life that this week, say it well, say, this week, this month, the anointing of the Holy Ghost will work for me. In every area of my life, say it and let it happen. Say, in every area of my life, the anointing will work for me. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice and talk to God. Declare that the anointing will work for you. Yeah, open your mouth and talk to God. That this week, that this month, the anointing of the Holy Ghost. The anointing will work for you. The anointing will work for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Yes. Talk to God. Yes. Talk to God this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let the anointing work for you. Let the anointing work for me. Let the anointing work for us. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Yes. Let it work in your family. Let it work for you in your business. Let it work for you in your finances. Let it work for you in your destiny. Let it work for you in your career. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands. And say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. It is written. It is written. The yoke. The yoke. Shall be destroyed. Shall be destroyed. Because of the anointing. Because of the anointing. I declare. I declare. Every yoke. Every yoke. Of the enemy. Of the enemy. Against my life, against my life, my family, my family, my destiny, my destiny, my health, my health, my business, my business, my finances, my finances, my children, my children, every yoke, every yoke, today, today, because of the anointing, because of the anointing, be destroyed. Be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray. The yoke be destroyed. Let 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 the yoke be destroyed. Every yoke be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Every yoke of the enemy, let it be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Every yoke of sickness, every yoke of disease, every yoke of poverty, 
every yoke of premature death be destroyed, be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Every yoke of coronavirus be destroyed. be destroyed from our lives in the name of Jesus. Because of the anointing, the yoke shall be destroyed. This morning, we destroy the yoke. This morning, let the yoke be destroyed in the name of Jesus Christ. By the power of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you this morning that this month the anointing will work for us. Say amen. amen. This month in our families, in our destinies, in our children's lives, in our marriages, in our careers, in our health, in everything that concerns us, the anointing will work for us. And Lord, we pray. You said the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Let every evil yoke of the enemy assigned against our lives be destroyed in the name of Jesus Christ. By the anointing, the yoke is permanently destroyed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, that this morning as we speak your word, you will touch our hearts. You will heal our sicknesses. You will open closed doors. You will do impossible miracles in our lives in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for hearing and answering us. And everybody clap your hands and shout your loudest amen. I said clap your hands and shout your loudest amen. Glory be to God. Before you sit down, please take your Bibles. Before you sit down, don't sit down. I said, before you sit down, lift up your Bibles. Yeah. Lift it. Today is good. Almost everybody has a Bible. Except you. You know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about you. <laughs> yeah. Say in the name of Jesus, I believe in the word of God. It is, the, it is my light and it is my shining star. I am not a hearer only of the word, but I'm a doer of the word. Say, by this word, I will break through on every side. Wave your Bibles and shout a big amen. Glory be to God. Please be seated for the next few minutes. Once again, let me wish all the women in the house a happy, happy, happy Mother's Day. Oh. Is that how you respond to Happy Mother's Day? Happy Mother's Day. You are, oh, Charlie. Oh. I said Happy Mother's Day. Amen. If you are sitting close to a lady, please wave at her because of COVID. You can't touch, but wave at her and say Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, if you are sitting close to any lady, every lady in this house is a potential mother. So wish them a happy Mother's Day. Amen. I want to wish our mother in the Lord, Reverend Mrs. Vivian Ajinasare, a happy, 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 happy Mother's Day. Wherever mama is, mama, we want you to know that there are tons of love in the air for you. We love you. Yeah. 
I'm watching those of you who didn't clap. I suspect you. Yeah. And I also want to wish my dear and precious and sweet wife happy Mother's Day. Amen. And all of you, all our pastors, wives, and everybody, happy Mother's Day. In the second service, we will spend some few minutes to celebrate Mother's Day. I think it's a good time to hang around a bit. Let's see how we celebrate the mothers in this house. What do you think? All right. But I'll be speaking briefly on what the anointing can do in your life. I'll be speaking briefly on what the anointing can do in your life. I think on Thursday, I spoke a little bit on the anointing oil. How many of you were here on Thursday? Please, let me see your hand if you were here on Thursday. Oh. Those of you who are not here, you really missed. This week has been a very powerful week. <laughs> but don't worry, we are finishing today. This morning, we'll have a quick anointing service. And then in the evening, we are coming for our praise and power night. Amen. Yeah. I spoke to you. Last week, Sunday after church, I met with Jometel. I went out with my wife and then coincidentally we met and we spoke and what he told me he said with <laughs> Vim. Amen. And in the course of the week too, we spoke and hey, happy birthday, Lady Aisha. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Reverend Pani had to stand up because this one, hey, you are sitting close to an angel. <laughs> Amen. But we give God glory. But this evening, don't miss it for anything in the world. And please, when we come for praise and power night, it is not entertainment. I beg you, I've always told you, it is not a music concert. It is not. Huh? It is not <laughs> any of those things. It means what the name is. Praise and power night. When we come, it is not even about the leader leading. It is all about Jesus. Amen? And almost every month we have had praise and power night, I've had testimonies upon testimonies. If you come with a heart of an entertainment or music concert, you will live like that. But if you come with a heart of gratitude to thank God for what he has done and what he's about to do, I bet you, there is no demon that can stop your miracle from coming. Those of you who are not saying amen, I don't know if you came to church, but I said no demon can stop your miracle. Hallelujah. Alright, so I'm going to speak briefly, very, very briefly on what the anointing can do in your life. One of these days, I'll be speaking on how to become anointed or how to receive the anointing. Because I've spoken about the anointing oil on Thursday. Um, the tape, um, Aki, I believe it was recorded. Don't give me any story. I believe it was recorded. If it was not recorded, you better preach it and record it. Huh? Was it recorded? Huh? Okay. <laughs> so, the, the tape will be on my podcast. Alright? If you go on podcast, you can get it. So those of you who are not here on Thursday, please 
make sure it's very very short very very short message but make sure you get it on my podcast and listen to it you don't know what a podcast is I don't know how to explain a podcast to you but it is a podcast <laughs> okay the anointing is the presence of God working in the life of a person the anointing is the presence of God working in the life of a person is the power of God at work in the life of a believer the anointing is the power of the Holy Spirit in your life the anointing is the enabler is the enabler that enables you to do what God wants you to do divinely for most people the anointing only manifests in a, in a Christian atmosphere. But this morning, one of the things you will learn is that the anointing does not only operate in a Christian environment or in a church environment. The anointing is far more than that. In Exodus chapter 33, from verse 2, God said, And I will send my angel before you, and I will drive out the Canaanites and the Amorites and the Hittites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. Verse 3. Go up to, to a land flowing with milk and honey. For I will not go up in your midst. Lest I consume you in a way. For you are a stiff naked people. And when the people heard this bad news they mourned and no one put on his ornament now the children of Israel had just received the ten commandments from Moses and Moses was coming down with the ten commandments that is God's own handwriting alright God himself had written on a stone for the children of Israel so in Moses coming down he had stayed on the mountain Mount Sinai for quite a while and the people had become very impatient. They don't know what had happened to Moses. For 40 days, they were tired already. They couldn't wait. It is like some people in church. Some folks come to church and they said, well, I've been waiting for God for all this while. Nothing has happened. It looks like God is not going to show up. But let me tell you, no matter how long it takes, God will definitely show up for you one of these days. Please, this morning, say amen. I said, no matter how long it takes, God is going to show up for you one of these days. Sometimes you can wait and wait and wait and wait and wait. But let me say to you, delays are not denials. It might have delayed, but the Bible says in his time. In, not in your time, but in his time. He makes all things beautiful. Your waiting is not wasted. Oh, I said your waiting is not wasted. In the process of your waiting, God is putting a finishing touch to that thing he's about to do in your life. God is putting the finishing decoration on that thing he's about to give to you. So that when that thing comes into your hands, everybody will know that ask for this one. Everybody will see that ask for this one. It is not a doing of a man. It is the doing of the Lord. If you agree with me, clap your hands and shout a big amen. And so, 
they were so impatient with God. And this morning I encourage you, don't be impatient with God. Alright? Tell somebody, don't be impatient. Oh, look at the person. And tell the person, don't be impatient. Amen? Yeah. So, Moses came down and here are these Israelites who have backslided for waiting for 40 days. Not 40 years, 40 days. They had become so impatient, forgetting that their father Abraham waited for the promise of Isaac for 25 years. And these people for 40 days, they couldn't wait. And had removed their earrings and things and given it to Aaron, the priest. And Aaron made a golden calf, an idol for them to worship. Let me also say that the calf, the making of the calf was not the idea of Aaron, but it was due to the pressure of the people. Church, don't put pressure on any man of God because you see, sometimes Paul says that we have a good conscience not to sin. All right, but sometimes when you pressure people, you may get something. You may, a golden calf may come up for you. Women, don't put pressure on your husbands. Can I hear somebody say amen? Young ones, don't put pressure on your parents. My dear sister, you've seen that sister's husband buy a new car and they are driving and your husband is still taking trotro. Don't put pressure on him. Bema sanseni. Somebody say no pressure. Oh, come on, tell somebody no pressure. Amen. But they put pressure on Aaron and he made them a golden calf. And then Moses came down, saw it out of his disappointment. He broke the Ten Commandments. He broke all the Ten Commandments in one day. And then God said in verse chapter 33 that Moses, I am no more going to be in your midst. I'm going to give you an angel who will go before you and he will take you into the promised land. And when Moses heard it, the Bible says that when they heard this bad news, the news was that you will arrive in the promised land. The news was that my angel will go before you. But to them, it was bad news that God himself was not going to be in the camp and God says I'm going to send an angel so all they were saying was that look God we know the power of the angel but we need you yourself amen and for some of you who don't know angels are powerful when you read the book of 2nd Kings chapter 19 verse 35 one angel one somebody say one angel one angel killed 185,000 Assyrian soldiers in one night. One angel slaughtered 185,000 soldiers in one night. So, if an angel was going before them, that should have been enough, isn't it? But they said no. You know, an angel had to announce the birth of Jesus. An angel announced the birth of Samson when Daniel prayed and his miracle delayed God sent an angel the angel Michael to fight the prince of Persia and release his blessing so if an angel was going to go ahead of them or going to go with them 
then the Israelites should have been content. But Moses said, no. The Israelites said, no. This is a bad news. It is a bad news that we, all we are going to get is an angel. We need God himself in our midst. And church, let me tell you, we thank God for the angels. We thank God for everything. We thank God for the pastors. You, I know you thank God for your bishop. We thank God for the presiding bishop. But we need something more than an angel. We need something more than a pastor. We need something more than a bishop. We need something more than what anybody can think of. What we need is the presence. I said what we need is the presence of God himself in our midst. And I pray this morning in the name of Jesus. May you be a carrier of the presence of God in Jesus' name. Somebody clap your hands and shout a big amen. Lift up your hand and shout, I need you, Lord. Oh, come on, lift up your hand and shout, I need you, Lord. Moses was saying, Lord, we've seen, we've seen the miracles. We've seen, we've seen what the angel can do. We've seen how the angel of death appeared in the land of Egypt in one night killed all the firstborns of the children of Israel. We have tested the ministry of an angel and we have tested you yourself in our midst. We have seen how that you appeared as a pillar of fire by night and as a pillar of cloud by day. We cannot substitute God's presence for the presence of an angel. This morning, may you never substitute the presence of God for anything in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Lift up your hand and shout, I need your presence. And so in Exodus chapter 35, no, so chapter 33, verse 15. Exodus 33, verse 15. And he said, My presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. And he said unto him, If thy presence go not with me, carry us not up hence don't take us any further if your presence is not going with us the lord don't take us any step further and then look at verse 16 for wherein shall it be known here that i and thy people have found grace in thy sight is it not in that thou goest with us so shall we be separated i and thy people from all the people that are upon the face of the earth moses was simply saying that god it is when your presence is with us that is the only way everybody will know that we are different from the people on the face of the earth <laughs> oh you, you, you didn't get it listen the presence of god it makes you as a christian different from other people the only reason why you have gone through so many things and you are still around and you can still smile and you are still looking at the way you are looking in fact and you are still strong and excited and sometimes people can't understand can you still smile after all you've been through the only reason why it happens is because moses said your presence makes us different from the people on the face of the earth listen you are different not because of the school you attended i said you are different not because of the father that gave birth to you you are different not because of the mother that gave birth to you you are different because the presence of god makes you different i pray for you in the name of jesus in this month of the anointing 
may you become more different in the name of Jesus Christ somebody clap your hands and shout a big amen amen the presence of God have you thought about it that in Egypt there was darkness all over the land but in the land or in the portion where the Israelites were in Goshen there was light have you thought about it how did that happen if it was lantern they were using or candles they were using the Egyptians had better ones than them but yet they couldn't survive the darkness which light which light did the Israelites have in Goshen the light they had was the presence of God may somebody uh, I, I said may somebody's life may your light never go dark in the name of Jesus Christ from this morning be a carrier of the anointing and the presence of the Lord from this morning when you step out when you sit in a vehicle there will be a difference because of you when accident has to come because of the presence of God the accident will pass over in the name of Jesus Christ if your amen is louder it will happen in Jesus name because of the presence of God everybody in your family can fail but as for you you will tell them that there is light in Goshen this morning I pray and I prophesy over your life may you carry the presence of God in the name of Jesus Christ I say carry divine presence in Jesus name somebody clap your hands and shout a big amen so quickly I want to because of time quickly move on and talk about some things the anointing or what the anointing can do in the life of a believer hallelujah are you blessed this morning somebody say anointing come upon me oh let me hear you say anointing come upon my life number one and write down the scripture Luke chapter 4 verse 18 that was one of the, the, the announcement that Jesus made to precede his ministry the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me he is God all by himself. But he had to be anointed. Anointed. He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. To heal the brokenhearted, To preach deliverance to the captives. And the recovering of sight to the blind. To set at liberty them that are bruised. Listen. The anointing has effects. The anointing has effects. And one of the things the anointing does is that the anointing can help you to do everything God wants you to do the anointing can help you to do everything somebody say everything now listen to me very carefully i've only 12 minutes to preach somebody say everything exodus 35 verse 31 to 35 and he had filled him with the spirit of god in wisdom in understanding and in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship and to devise curious works to work 
in gold, in silver, in brass, and in cutting of stones to set them and carving of wood to make all manner of cup cunning work. Verse 34. And he had put in his heart that he may teach both he and Aholiab, the son of Ashimak, of the tribe of Dan. Verse 35. Them has he filled with the spirit of with wisdom of heart to work all manner of work of the engraver and of the cunning workman and of the embroiderer in blue, in purple, in scarlet, in fine linen and of the weaver even of them that do any work. Somebody say any work. And of those that devise cunning work. So, God was saying that he has put an anointing upon these gentlemen and that the anointing was supposed to help them to do carpentry work. To help them to do embroidery. To help them to do work in gold. Eh? Is, it what, is that what we call them? Blacksmith? Goldsmith? And silver and all manner of works. He said, and any work. God says, I have anointed them not only to do the work, but also to teach it. This morning, maybe you are a fitter or you are a mechanic. Maybe you are a trader who trades in the market. <laughs> maybe you are a teacher. Maybe you are somebody who who, who buys and sells or maybe you are a tailor or you are a seamstress or you are, you are an office worker or you are an office manager or, or, or you own your own business or you do something that you can't even tell what it is. But the Bible is saying that the anointing came upon this man to help them to do any work. So whatever work you do, when you are anointed, when you are anointed, the anointing does not only end in the church. Hallelujah. The anointing makes you to operate on a higher level, even at the marketplace. Somebody say marketplace anointing. Are you are you in church this morning? Somebody say marketplace anointing. So even if I play keyboard, oh, there is an anointing to do it. Now listen, this is what the unbelievers use. The unbelievers know that there is some power that can enable you to do better in the marketplace. So, some unbelievers will go for juju. They will go for haku. They will go for things and sprinkle. They are only replicating what is in the Bible. Because the supernatural can help your natural abilities to do better. This morning, I pray for you. Uh, I said, this morning, I am praying for you. Whatever you do, as an accountant, as a nurse, as a trader, as a tailor, as a mechanic, receive the anointing to perform in the name of Jesus. I don't like your amen. I said receive the anointing to perform in the name of Jesus. Somebody clap your hands and shout, I am anointed. Amen. So, when you are anointed, an anointed lawyer is different from all other lawyers. An anointed pepper seller, an anointed tomato seller is different from all other tomato sellers. Remember in the earlier verse, he said that how would the people know that we are different 
from the people. So all he's saying is that the anointing makes us different. That is why. That is why this year, this year, you will do that same business and you will buy a land and build a house. If your amen is louder, receive grace in the name of Jesus. I said that is why this year, even though your beginning is small, your latter end, I see you becoming more fruitful in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, I am anointed. Have you not noticed that even drivers, there are drivers who drive the president. They may not be as experienced. There are people who have drive, who are who used to drive taxi and they've done it uh, for years. And all they ended up is from driving of a car, they ended up maybe with a motor. And there are some too who are not so experienced. Cooking, 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 cooking. Huh? There are people who cook. And you don't even know what they are cooking. But when the anointing is upon you, ah. Somebody lift up your hands and receive the anointing in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, I am anointed. Number two, the anointing will make you walk in leadership. The anointing will make you walk in leadership. Every one of us, God has placed us in a certain realm of measure of leadership. A leader is not the only it's not the person who only stands before people. No, in your family, in your house, among your siblings, everywhere there is some mantle of leadership. And leadership is not when everybody's calling you a leader. There are some people they've never spoken, but everybody looks at them and says that hey, this is the guy we want to follow. It, it takes an anointing, it takes an anointing to be at the bottom and yet brings you up to the top. So David was the youngest in his father's house and he was the most not recognized. He was the, mon, the, the, the most discarded. He was sent to the wilderness to take care of his father's sheep. But the day the anointing descended, the first brother did not qualify. The second brother did not qualify. The third one did not qualify. Nobody in the house was qualified because if you ain't got it, you ain't got it. If the anointing is not on you, it is not on you. But they had to wait for the man who was in the wilderness. He carried the anointing and the presence of God. Hear me, child of God. I came to declare to you, if you are the backside of life, there is grace bringing you to the front. I said, if you are the nobody in the family, grace is making you the somebody. If you are the rejected in the family, I came to tell you that the stone the builders rejected. I said the stone the builders rejected. You are about to become the cornerstone of the building. Somebody clap your hands and shout yes. Somebody shout I am anointed. Some of you, you are looking at me like, is he sure what he's saying? Oh yes. Well, you may not be sure, but as for me, I'm sure. I am a living proof of how the anointing can pick somebody from a nobody and make him a somebody. I am declaring by the end of this year. I said, by the end of this year, your enemies will give you way. I said, by the end of this year, 
the anointing will make a way for you where there was no way by the end of this year you will break through every troop you will leap over every wall the anointing will distinguish you somebody shout anointing you remember when Saul was anointed and he stood before the people he stood among the people the bible says that and he was higher than all of them now the bible commentators do not believe that he was physically taller than all of the people Saul had height but the bible was not talking about a physical height in fact what they say is that when Saul stood in the middle of the people somehow he, he glowed he was glowing like light so everybody would turn and look at him when they were about to make a king which is to say that in the middle of their congregation God put a spotlight on him that was a spotlight of leadership today I declare let the darkness depart from your life and let the anointed take over your life somebody shout I am anointed yeah it is anointing that makes you to lead Psalm 89 verse 20 he said I have found David my servant and with my holy oil have I anointed him with whom my hand shall be established my arm also shall strengthen him the enemy shall not exact upon him nor the son of wickedness afflict him hey carry the anointing in the name of Jesus oh somebody I say carry the anointing in the name of Jesus you see it is this anointing that makes you very different distinguished there are positions some of you don't deserve but this year don't, don't be surprised you come and tell me that bishop I did not deserve it you, you, some of you you know that you know that you know that you know that this one you don't deserve it but because of the anointing they will bypass the first qualified and bypass the second qualified and bypass the third qualified and it will be given to you why? because of the anointing somebody lift up your hand and shout anoint me Lord come on say it again say Lord anoint me there is something Samson said in the book of Judges chapter 16 and verse 17 he says then he told her all his heart and said unto her there has not come in a razor or a, a blade upon my head for I have been a Nazarite unto God from my mother's womb if I be shaven my strength that word strength there is the same word anointing my strength will go from me and I shall become weak look at the last sentence and be like any other man without the anointing you will be like any other person may you never be like any other person I said may you never be like any other person if your blessing can be defined that we see that you bought a car and it is because oh because of this and that and because his work pays him so so and so amount then that is why this oh yes he has a house oh yes he has done this oh yes he has done that because of this and that and that when people can easily define you that one plus one is equal to two then you are like any other man but when the anointing comes upon you when they add your one plus one 
instead of giving you two, it will give them 200. Ah, yeah, da, 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 da. The anointing imparts wisdom. The anointing imparts wisdom. First Kings chapter 4, verse 29. Are you learning something today? Oh, talk to me, church. Are you, are you receiving something this morning? First Kings chapter 4, verse 29. And God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding, exceeding much and largeness of heart, even as the sand that is on the seashore. And Solomon's wisdom excelled, and the wisdom of all the, excelled the wisdom of all the children of Israel and of the east country, and all the wisdom of Egypt, for he was wiser than all men, than Ethan, the Israelite, and Heman, and Carol, and Dada, and the sons of Maho, and his fame was in all the nations round about. Why? Because God Himself, if you read the preceding chapter, God Himself have visited Moses and Solomon. And God has said that I will give you the spirit of wisdom. It is a spirit. Wisdom is an anointing. You can be wiser than your age. You don't need to be 80 years before you become wise. So those of you waiting that when I grow, I will take wise decisions. Please! There is something called the anointing. <laughs> Am I talking to somebody here? Those of you waiting that, oh, you know, and you know, some of you, you have to begin to redefine your, your something. You have to reorient yourself. Because in these last days, there is a release of the anointing. We are going to see young people do things that, that it is unimaginable. <laughs> And listen, if you are in church and you don't believe it, the world is showing us the way. The world, the unbelievers are showing us. People like Mike Zugabek. See the, th- see the inventions. See the recent inventions over the past 40 years. It has been championed by young people. And some of them, they'll tell you, this one belongs to Illuminati, this one belongs to that group, this one belongs to that group. If the devil can empower people, do things you sit under this grace you will excel in the name of Jesus Christ your children will do things that eyes have not yet seen ears have not yet heard receive the anointing in the name of Jesus yeah and look at James chapter 1 verse 15 James chapter 1 verse 5 if any of you lack wisdom let him ask God that gives to all men liberally and abraded not and it shall be given him when you lack wisdom thank God for school but school can only give you knowledge but wisdom comes from God from this morning this morning is an anointing service as you anoint yourself receive a new and a higher dimension of wisdom I said, receive a higher dimension of the wisdom of God. Somebody touch your head and say, I am anointed. Somebody say, I am wise. Look at this killer scripture. Deuteronomy 34 verse 9. Killer scripture. Deuteronomy 34 verse 9. And Joshua, 
the son of none was full of the spirit of wisdom for the other version says because Moses had laid his hands upon him oh oh so so wisdom can be imparted <laughs> wisdom can be transferred the spirit of wisdom it is not just wisdom when you talk about wisdom there are different types of wisdom according to james we have earthly wisdom we have devilish or satanic wisdom and we have carnal wisdom and all of that but he was talking about the fact that the spirit of wisdom was upon joshua simply because moses laid hands on him and transferred the same anointing upon his life this morning as you were anointed as you were anointed let the spirit of wisdom come upon you in the name of jesus christ somebody say i received the spirit of wisdom and then let me do this last one we may continue another day or we continue in the second service the anointing gives the capacity to get wealth ah, I love that one I don't know about you but I love that one tell somebody I don't know about you but me I love the number four Tell the person, I love all the things. But number four, I love it. Yeah. The anointing gives you the capacity to get wealth. There is an anointing for wealth. There is an anointing to prosper. There is an anointing to increase. There is an anointing for it. It is the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich. The blessing. It is the anointing of the Lord that maketh rich. And as to sorrow. Deuteronomy 8, 18 says, For, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that giveth thee power. The word power is the word divine enablement. It is he that giveth thee Power. It is he that gives the, the divine enablement, the divine capacity, the divine anointing to get wealth. So there is an anointing to be wealthy. I don't care what you do. When the oil to prosper comes upon you, you will prosper against all odds. Yeah. You may be a scrap dealer. Do you know scrap dealer? Yeah. Those who push truck looking for sport fan, sport um, microwave, sport something. You may be a scrap dealer. But when the oil to get wealth comes upon you, my goodness, I said when the oil to get wealth comes upon you, when you sell water, it will be more profitable than gold. This morning and this year, one of the anointings that will come upon you is the anointing to become prosperous. I said it will be the anointing to become prosperous. I said it is the anointing to become prosperous. Receive that oil now. Come on, clap your hands and shout and receive it. 
you didn't say it. I said, clap your hands and shout, I receive the oil. I receive the anointing to prosper. I am praying for 32 people in this house today. By the end of this year, you will prosper in the east. I said you will prosper in the west. You will prosper on every side. The anointing to prosper is coming upon your life. It shall not be by might. It shall not be by power. But this shall be by the spirit of the Lord. I declare over your life. Receive the oil to prosper. Ah, I didn't hear you. I said receive the oil to prosper. I said receive the oil to prosper. Somebody shout, I will prosper. In Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 11. Ah, I like that verse. He says, and the Lord will make you a thousand times more. The Lord will make you a thousand times more this morning i declare the lord will make you he didn't say you make yourself he says the lord will make you a thousand times more this morning i prophesy may the lord in this year in this month may the lord make you make you a thousand times more in the name of jesus christ I declare in the name of Jesus let this house be known as a house of prosperity as you come in poor you are living richer than before as you come in naked by the time you live here you shall be clothed in purple as you come in here and nobody the Lord will make you a somebody I declare to you your beginning is small your beginning you are a nobody by your latter end I see you increasing in the name of Jesus Christ. I prophesy over your life. The spirit of poverty is living in the name of Jesus. Because the oil to prosper is locating your life. I said it is locating your life. It is locating your children. Receive it now. I said receive it now. Clap your hands and shout yes. The oil to prosper. The oil to prosper. The oil to prosper. The oil. Somebody say, I carry the anointing to prosper. One of the things you must please note, and I say this with all humility and understand, is that by the grace of God, one of the anointings upon my life is to help people to prosper. Have you taken note? The number of financial testimonies that people have shared in this house. Uh-uh, you didn't. I said, have you taken note of it? I'm telling you, listen, I need to tell you so that you can take advantage of it. One of the graces upon my life is the grace to make people prosper. I pray to God. As I stay here with you, you will prosper in the name of Jesus Christ. I am prophesying over your life nobody in this house shall become a beggar in the name of Jesus yeah one day I remember the presiding bishop was was praying or talking to something and he said no he was I was going to preach on something and he told me he said you have it you have the anointing to prosper people go and bless them and I said wow and, and I've received prophecies upon prophecies on how that there is an anointing upon my life to prosper people. 
this morning I came to tell you let that anointing work for you some of you amen is very very sick I say let that anointing work for you starting from this week I pray for you every door that was closed let it open somebody clap your hands and shout open I prophesy and I pray for you starting from this month anybody that was owing you any money that should have come into your hands any money that should enter your bank account but has delayed I stand here by the oil of my father by the oil and the mandate of my life and I declare let money enter your life now I say let it enter your life now in the name of Jesus somebody clap your hands and shout I am the one I say clap and shout I am the one come and shout it louder than your brother shout and say I am the one as you are clapping your hands prosperity is entering your life abundance is coming to you money is coming to you I command the spirit of financial prosperity rest upon your life rest upon your head I am declaring money is coming from Ghana into your life from Europe into your life from America into your life I declare cities I declare dollars I declare pounds sterling receive it now clap your hands and shout and receive it the oil to prosper the oil to prosper I said the oil to prosper I said the oil to prosper I said the oil to prosper the anointing brings about prosperity oh yes 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 that is why I know that 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 I know some of you when I look at you I just know it within me I know deep down inside my spirit that it is today you are like this a year by this time your story will change sit down let me close and listen one of the things you need to do to trigger this oil and let me tell you this please listen to me carefully everybody wants money but not everybody will get money <sighs> listen to me very very carefully the reason why a lot of people have remained the same is because money responds to an attitude money responds to an attitude you can be healed of your sickness and still feel pain what do I mean God can bring his healing power upon your life and say you are healed if you are in a wheelchair until you get up and walk you will still be in a wheelchair do you understand what I said and there are a lot of you that is the problem when you have the oil to prosper you work hard Paul said that I speak according to the grace given unto me that though I am the least among the apostles yet I labored more than them all there was grace there was an anointing but he says because of the grace I work harder 
than all of them. You don't carry the oil for prosperity and sleep for eight hours a day. You see this, your pastor? You know how many hours I sleep? I know some of you get worried for me. I know some of you have asked me, Bishop, why? <laughs> but hear me. And I, last time I was telling a gentleman, I said, he, he, he tried to, you know, he said, I'm going to do what they are doing. I said, Master, you need the grace of God. He said, so he did it for like four days and then he broke down. I was very sick. So I told him, Charlie, just sleep. Said, sleep. It is not your portion. <laughs> But work. The time you have to work, work. Stop being a busybody in people's matters. Huh? Yeah. Work. Tell somebody work. When an anointing comes upon you, use the anointing. This week, something has been activated in this room. Those of you who said amen, let that anointing work for you. Everybody, can I hear your loudest amen? Work! Tell somebody, work. I don't want to hear any young person saying, I'm not, I'm not getting a job. If you are not getting a job, go and sell pure water. Come on here. I don't want to hear anybody begging people for money. Tell somebody, I'm not a beggar. No. No. Five, mommy. No, no, no. You are destroying the anointing upon your life. The oil to prosper is upon your life. You will be surprised the day you sell water. When others make 20 cities profit, that day you may make a hundred cities profit because of the anointing to prosper. Receive the anointing now. Work. The second thing you do with the anointing is that when the oil to prosper comes upon your life, give like you are mad. I was telling you on Monday, within a week, last week, I gave until my account. I didn't have one CD in my account. My wife is here. When we went to the dome, when we went to the program at the press dome, I made a pledge. I had to come to her and tell her that, Charlie, can you borrow me money? Because as God touches my one of the things I hear very fast is when God wants me to sow a seed. That one, I hear it faster than your prophecy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this morning, when I was coming on my way, the Lord just spoke to me that you have to bless this person. Immediately, I checked on my mobile money and I realized I had a little money. I could use the, you know how you can use the bank to do those transfers. I quickly did the transfer and I just sent to the person. That was around 5.30am. At 5.30 I could hear God telling me that sow a seed. Yeah. The anointing to prosper is the anointing that ignites the spirit of giving inside you. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I've always told you when I'm taking an offering in this church and you don't have to give or you don't want to give, don't worry. But the last thing you should do, never speak against giving. And never speak against money. Oh, oh. If you say amen, it will help your life. 
because anything you criticize will live your life can I say that again I said anything you criticize will live your life it will exit your life some people have become poor in life because when they saw a man or a woman that God has blessed instead of celebrating grace they call the person 419 instead of celebrating grace they call the person a shower that is, she, she's driving a car because she's an Ashawo lady sometimes the moment you say some things the oil that should have come upon you immediately disappears how do you reduce the anointing of God to 419 if 419 can bless people and can make people rich you don't think God can make people richer hey get ready <laughs> Reverend Pani tell them they should get ready because you are about to see some things in this church you are about to see some people that you open your mouth ah ah what happened some of you you are about to see some people you'll be shocked you'll be dead you say huh hey I said hey get ready you know very soon the days are passing when we need this we come and say oh shall you give this to the church we want people to give this so that we can buy this a time is coming we are going to pass that level a time is coming you know we are buying a generator very soon oh I, you are not excited look at you huh yes this week this week we are buying a generator huh so that you, know, you see the one outside there every time we have a program we have to go and rent it this week we are buying one a time is coming we will buy cars for all the pastors and will not raise one CD in church <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing like a rich man somebody laugh like a rich man laugh like a <laughs> yeah a time is going to come a time is going to come we won't raise, we don't need to raise money we just say resident pastor take this land cruiser you just see him driving a Land Cruiser. Church has bought a Land Cruiser. No noise about it. No second offering. No third offering about it. We bought it. Did you credit it? No. We paid cash. Finish. Time is coming. We say, yeah, it is going to happen very soon. A time is coming from this church. We'll plant many branches. Before we plant a branch, we'll buy a land. We build a house. We build a church building. We, f- we furnish it fully and we will not raise one city in church for that project it's going to happen very soon I said it will happen very soon if you believe it receive the oil to prosper Ah, uh, I don't like your amen I said receive the oil to prosper I told you one of the days when I celebrated my birthday what I wanted to do was to build a church building was to build not a church building, a church building. Me, say, hey, Bishop, who is cow? That's why you got it wrong. If it's in my heart, God will put it in my hands. Some of you think that when it is when God gives me, then I will give. It's a lie. Until you give, God won't give to you. Because already everybody here has a seed, and some of you are busily chopping your seed busily you know last week i emptied my account i told you i emptied it now within one week 
<laughs> it is like a wind was blowing. This person will call, oh, Bishop, this. Bishop, this. And majority of those people are not here. Outside. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Yeah. This one, oh, Bishop, this. Somebody called me and said, Bishop, I've sent you some money. I said, Amen. I said, what do I believe in God for? He said, Bishop, I'm in difficulty. That's why I'm sending you this money. I said, tomorrow by this time, God will make a way for you. In less than 24 hours, he called me. He said, Bishop, can you guess what has happened? He said, God has given me three times more what I was expecting. Can I make a last prophecy over your life? That this year, you shall prosper. The anointing to prosper is upon your life. Receive it in the name of Jesus. When you carry this oil, that is why you have to pay your tithes. Pay your tithes. This one, just before I got up to come and pay my tithe, I told my wife, I said, this month alone, this is so so and so tithe I paid. And then she laughed. Listen, and I've told you, don't use my tithe to correct my arithmetic. I don't pay 10%, so don't use it. You get it wrong. <laughs> 10%, I believe, is for beginners. As you progress, you realize that 10% is not a thing. You have to move further. I want to be like the late Archbishop Benson. At the time he was dying, his tithe was 90% of his income. And he was living on 10%. When you go and check... People like Colgate, the one that made the toothpaste, Colgate toothpaste. The one that did Caterpillar, the Caterpillar, the Earth Movie Machines. These were people who were addicted tight payers. Rockefeller. Rockefeller said, if I did not pay tight on my first hundred dollars, I wouldn't have been able to pay tight on my first one million dollar. Rockefeller, that millionaire, that billionaire, the first billionaire ever made in the world. Rockefeller, he was an addicted, crazy tight payer. Some of you, you can't pay tight on the little. So there is an anointing on your life, but the anointing is not working because you, 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 the anointing works through your attitude. You fear money. Yeah. I mean, and hear me, I'm telling you, and I say it boldly and confidently and proudly that I am an addicted giver. I give everywhere. I give. I give. When I meet men of God, you know, when the Archbishop Duncan Williams came to Beresdome. Immediately, I called the accountant here. I said, write this check. We are going to sow a seed on behalf of Zoeland. Yeah, I said, write the check. I said, write it. Bring it. And I said, resident pastor, take the check and bring it. Tomorrow, bring it. When I see an anointing, I've stopped in traffic to bless men of God. Yes. <laughs> you have no idea. There was a time I was driving. I saw a man of God buying something by the roadside. Immediately, I parked my car and went to stand by him. When he finished doing the shopping, I said, Sir, can I pay for it? He said, What is your name? Then I mentioned my name. He said, Kneel down. In the, by the roadside. By the roadside. He said, Kneel down. And I knelt down, lifted up my hands, and he released blessings upon me. So you see, when you see, when you see people, don't just conclude that, oh, where they were lucky. Where they were lucky. The things God have done in the lives of some of us, our salaries can never do it. It is not a matter of your salary. Your blessing is bigger than your salary. 
I feel like preaching to somebody. I said your blessing is bigger than your salary. Take your anointing oil, everybody. If you have it here. Anointing fall on me. Anointing fall on me. Let the power of the Holy Ghost fall on me. Anointing fall on me. Let the anointing anoint. If you don't have oil, let it come down. Let it come down a little. If you don't have the oil, ushers, make about two bowls ready quickly so that those who don't have the oil quickly. But listen to me, everybody. Listen to me, everybody. When we pray over the oil and you anoint yourself, tomorrow, those of you who go to work, huh? anoint your workplace. If you can't pour it, smear your palm with it and touch something at the workplace. Is that okay? Touch something. So those of you who go to the market, go to the market early. Where you sell, anoint the place. Can I hear somebody say amen? amen? But something will happen. This week, if you honor God, you will see the blessings of God in your life. Come on, somebody, let me hear you shout a better amen. Um, da Costa, bring me the names we wrote quickly. Bring me the names. I'm going to pray over it. Okay, that was I here. Okay. And then bring me some envelopes. On Thursday, I made us sow a seed for the month. You remember? Some of you were not in church. I want to give you the opportunity to do the same. Every time there are things that should be always be in church here. There are things I should never ask for. Huh? I will hang you. I will hang you upside down. I guess your head will be down. And then I will shake you. You see that. Look at your gene. Lift up the oil. Lift up the oil. If you have it. Yes. And say in the name of Jesus. In the name. Lord. Lord. Those of you who are seated. Is it possible to please be upstanding? If, is it possible? If it's possible, please stand to your feet. Say Lord. Lord. As I anoint myself. As I anoint my workplace. As I anoint my home. Oh Lord. Open the heavens. Come on, say it loud. Say, open the heavens. Give me a testimony. Let the anointing make me succeed in my work, in my family, in everything. Lord, by this anointing, let me prosper in the name of Jesus. Amen. Anoint yourself. Close the bottle and put it down. Close the bottle and put it down. If you are not here within the week, before you leave, I will pray for you in the second service. Write 
your name, your family name on a piece of paper and drop it on this altar before you leave. Alright? That is what we have prayed about this week. And today I'm praying a final prayer on it. Give me the oil again. Give me the oil back. Father, open the envelope for me. In the name of Jesus. Lord, as I anoint these names, I declare any curse, any yoke, any covenant that I follow this name and make people suffer and struggle in life, let that spirit be terminated in the name of Jesus Christ. Let your amen be louder. From today, I declare any limitation placed on our families minus your people in the name of Jesus Christ. Things our families could not achieve, I declare we shall achieve and overtake it in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, glorify your name in our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody clap your hands and give God praise.